Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about the board game of Monopoly. In Monopoly, the object of the game is to collect as many properties as possible. Then you buy little green houses, which give you additional rent when another player lands on your property. And finally, after you have four little green houses, you can replace the four houses with a big red hotel. The notion in Monopoly is that hotels bring much more income than little green houses. And on today's show, we're talking about hotels and some of the major changes that are happening in the hotel industry. There's a major trend where the hotel landscape is changing dramatically. Major hotel chains are launching more and more brands as they try and fight for market share advantage over each other. Here's what I believe. The value of a brand is called its brand equity. There's a ladder of brand equity that starts at the very basics. Number one, it starts with brand awareness. You've either heard of the brand or you haven't. That's brand awareness. Number two, there's brand preference. You might say, I'd like a Coke, and they say, no, I'm sorry, I don't have Coke, you only have Pepsi. You say, okay, I'll have a Pepsi. That's brand preference. Brand insistence is the third level, and this is where you go to a restaurant and you ask for a Coke. They say, sorry, we don't have Coke, we only have Pepsi, and you say, no, I'll just have water. That's brand insistence. And then at the top level is what's called brand advocacy. This is where people who are not your employees, your customers, are actually advocating on behalf of the brand even though they don't work for you. And that's the highest level of brand equity. Now, I'm a pretty astute world traveler. I've visited over 55 countries. That's not going to break any records, but it's fair to say that I've traveled a bit. I've stayed in everything from roadside hotels on the edge of the freeway at under 40 bucks a night, and I've stayed in luxury five-star properties from Shangri-La in Asia. I've stayed in Taj hotels in India, our core group hotels all over Europe. And when it comes to hotels, I find that I struggle to keep pace with the proliferation of hotel brands. It's like there's a hotel brand arms race underway. All of the major hotel groups, including Hilton, Marriott, Intercontinental Hotels, Best Western, and Hyatt, have multiplied their brands. Ellie Malouf, CEO of Intercontinental Hotels, was speaking recently at the America's Lodging Investment Summit. The main story is brand proliferation. Intercontinental Hotels purchased Kimpton Hotels back in 2015, but since then, they have added a number of new brands. Now, they break down their business into what they call mainstream hotels and luxury and lifestyle. The best-known brands in the mainstream arena are Holiday Inn and Holiday Inn Express, but they've added new brands like Atwell and Avid to complement Holiday Inn and Holiday Inn Express. In the luxury and lifestyles arena, Intercontinental has 65 hotels under development. There are new brands like Regent and Six Senses Resorts in Indigo. Almost all of the 6,000 hotels in the Intercontinental Hotel Group portfolio are owned by independent third parties. IHG only provides the systems, the processes, and the franchise model that make the hotels appear like a cohesive system. At Hilton, they've added new brands like Tempo, Motto, Signia, Canopy, True, Home 2, the Curio Collection, and the Tapestry Collection. At Marriott, now the largest hotel group in the world after having acquired the Starwood Group that owns Sheraton and Weston, they've added a bunch of new brands as well. Hyatt has expanded with new brands including Andaz, Alila, and Thompson Hotels. The hotel groups are eyeing the growth of the middle class on a global basis as the major driver for demand. A little bit of the growth has taken place through acquisition, but in fact, a lot has happened as a result of launching new brands with unique positioning to target specific travelers. For example, some hotels like Homewood Suites have a small kitchen, separate living room, and bedroom areas. They're more of an extended stay-type product. 
Marriott has a competing product in their Resident Inn brand. There's been considerable focus in the industry on bringing additional value to guests through loyalty programs. Someone who earns their Hilton Honors points at the airport Hilton while traveling for business will use their points at a vacation destination using one of the other brands when traveling for leisure. Today's traveler is looking for specific amenities. For example, when I travel, whether it's for business or pleasure, the number one amenity that I look for is a refrigerator in the room. If it doesn't have a fridge, I'm not staying there. It's common in the downtown core of a major city to see many competing brands in a very small radius. And by having more brands, a single hotel company is able to gain more market share. When you put together the seven largest hotel companies, they boast a mind-numbing 134 brands. There's been so much consolidation in the hotel industry that even iconic family-run hotel names like Waldorf Astoria, Fairmont, and Ritz-Carlton are now all part of global conglomerates. So why are the hotel companies proliferating the number of brands? The majority of hotels are independently owned, and there's a franchise agreement between the hotel owner and the owner of the brand. The hotel owner is always caught in the middle of wanting to minimize their costs and maximize both their exposure and their revenue. They can sell their hotel rooms using the online travel agencies. These are folks like Expedia and Priceline. But here too, there's been a lot of consolidation in recent years. We're down to two dominant players, Expedia and Priceline. And Priceline just recently changed the name of their parent company to Booking Holdings. And the online travel agencies charge a commission for each booking. The commission is in addition to the license fee paid to the hotel brand. But when guests book on the hotel reservation website, they don't pay a commission to the travel agents. They still do pay a royalty to the hotel brand. Strong brands like those under Marriott and Hilton families attract the most visitors. They also attract the highest valuations from the REITs that aim to purchase these performing hotels. As you think about that, enjoy your stay at a new hotel brand that nobody's heard of. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.